0: Remember how we said we started this podcast to spite our enemies? Well, today's the day we really get that ball rolling. In this bleep-filled bagel bite, we're saying loser, loser, with a twist, whatever, kiss this to our middle school bullies as we talk about shame, embarrassment, my space, and the importance of nurturing your weirdness. Plus, Kristen shares the situations in which she would cyberbully someone, Grace's guidance counselor turns her into a justified bully. And we both make a call out for your best, worst coming of age stories and juiciest middle school scandals. Just remember to keep that trauma light and easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl.
1: If you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch,
0: Magic, magic come together, together. you love, love number magic. 11, for the best <laughs> around, you love, love number, number
1: 11. 11,
0: cha-cha-cha. <laughs> Just a little fun take on the CineMagic song about uh, how this is Bagel Bite number 11. Bagel
1: Bite number 11. Loved it. That was great. Yeah. Uh, today we have a fun subject to talk about on our Bagel Bite. Yep. And before that, we're going to just real quick introduce the podcast oh, and say that we are Weirds of a Feather that's right, ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Grace. I'm your host, Kristen, who should have known better since we've been doing this for over a year. But you I didn't... You You'll learn. At yeah. one point, you'll learn. <laughs> Maybe.
0: I'll just, how about I just make sure it happens? Yeah, that's great. I can um, be the Ben Kissel. That's, I think that's his role. I think I figured it out finally. I think his role on is to... On the last podcast. Yeah. On the left introduce the podcast and then I think wrap I, it up at the end that's, <laughs> just
1: and it's and a little of,
0: harsh I think he I'm has, just kidding Ben I think you're hilarious I I do I legitimately laugh out loud I think, I think when he lands
1: his jokes yes. they're hilarious and when he doesn't they're also funny yes yes. <laughs> yes and honestly in a good way it reminds
0: me a little bit of you what? where in not in the not in the all you do is uh introduce the podcast because you don't even do that I, but I, <laughs> more in the sense that i feel like you do the awkward you do the long pause after you've said something I'm that like, for the you claps. know is ridiculous <laughs> yeah. and then sit in silence and i think that silence played back is very funny <laughs> and i think you and ben both do it very well you'll drop something just absolutely absurd where it's like i have no words.
1: <laughs> I don't know. just Waiting for the response. Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah, you're uh, you're the wild card. Yeah, y- you you types are the wild card. And I don't introduce the podcast. It's but- big by number eleven. This is words of feather. I-, I already did it. I, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I'll I'll just make sure it happens. I appreciate it. No problem. Today, yeah, we're talking about. Embarrassment and shame. Woo-woo! woo woohoo! So excited. Boom, boom, and boom, shame. Boom. My favorite topic. Well, we're mostly talking about embarrassment. Embarrassment. Shame. Shame. I think is necessary. Embarrassment is not necessary. No, that makes it's the other sense. way around. You need shame. Well, you should be shameful of. No, someone. you don't. to shame someone. You should be shameful of that.
0: <sighs> I think in if we're going to use like grandiose situations, then, sure. yeah, I do think I do think some shame. Yes. Like, for men who send unwarranted dick pics or show people their penises Shameful. against their will, yeah. they should be shamed. Yeah. Like, I agree with that. But I think on an everyday basis yeah. of just, like, going through life, yes, uh, I think shame is really unhealthy and bad for us and rots our bodies and our brains
1: and our souls. <sighs> yes. I think in the context that we're about to talk about it, it's unnecessary. Yes, especially like social shame. Yeah. You know, but I think, yeah, on a grander scale with like major crimes, (laughs) maybe you should be shameful about the crimes you committed.
0: Yeah, but we're not talking about major crimes. We are talking about being embarrassed. And mostly it'll all probably tie back to middle school. Yeah. I suspect.
1: So, uh, get ready to relive some trauma. Yeah. I was just about to say, <laughs> should we do a content warning here? Middle school trauma. Yeah. Just kind of like, just kind of
0: joking general, about yeah. our general uh memories of being bullied i guess bullied i mean nothing too bad i was never physically bullied
1: yeah and we were before the age that like cyberbullying really took off thank god like could you imagine having snapchat as like a child no it's a nightmare that sounds terrible instagram tiktok no god i would get i wouldn't i wouldn't even if i had tiktok in high school i would not have graduated yeah, there's no way it, I would have gotten anything done. I don't know how kids kids have it harder this these days.
0: Absolutely, they do. Also, someone made a fake t- uh, someone made a fake MySpace of me back in high school. They like what? made a fake profile of me. Well, maybe they're just jealous. Yeah, I bet you are haters. Did you ever figure <laughs> I hate out who that it was. I said that? Uh, I suspect it was Brody Cullenberg.
1: Fuck <laughs> so, that guy! I'm calling you out, Brody. <laughs> I think it was you who made this fake MySpace of That's me. So, Brody, Brody, listen to me. That's super creepy. Yeah, fuck you, Brody. Get your own MySpace. He works. They're for free. Yeah, they're for free. Get they're a free, life. Right? Get a MySpace and get a
0: life. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever kiss this. I just... Loser, loser with a twist. Anyway. I guess my
1: question, where's he going with that? And he's like, now I can be Grace.
0: I think he was doing it to taunt me, like to bully me, not like, kind of like, uh, to I think to like fuck with me, which like you know, I guess is, yeah, if you're is in is middle kind of school, s- yeah, bullying, high school. Because he was a bully. Also, did you know? <laughs> got kicked out of college for bullying a girl. It's <laughs> my favorite. You mean her sworn enemy? No, her sister. Oh. Or, I mean her cousin. Her cousin was a witch. She was kicked out of college for bullying a girl, like sci- I think cyberbullying, like
1: making a fake what? profile and shit. This is another thing, isn't that wild? That's just like wild to me that people do is cyberbullying. And it, well, it, well, we were just actually earlier before we started recording, we were talking about people stealing lunches out of the break room.
0: Oh, I can't even get into this. And I will I, rant. It's never it's even happened like, to me.
1: It's never happened it's never, to me. But that's like I'm angry. okay. So cyberbullying. I know it happens every day. Cyberbullying and catfishing and stealing people's lunches out of the break room is like one of those things that it it baffles my mind that people do this because I it is so just like you're gonna take the time to do it and like follow through to let it just I don't know I just feel like it doesn't even fit into my mind that that is a possibility that I could do because it I just it's I'm just like, trying why? to make it through the day yeah I'm it's not like making fake profiles yeah
0: Oh, you're like make a fake email address and then like
1: make a fake AOL like account. Here's the thing, <laughs> I think the only way I could cyberbully someone is if they had seriously wronged a personal friend of mine. That was a big pee pop. I'm very it, sorry. That's okay. And then you would cyberbully them. Um, I mean, I'd probably go to <laughs> other options because cyberbullying. I feel like you know that's a lot of upkeep. Yeah, it's a um, lot of work
0: you know where's like a key to a
1: tire Mm. you know gets the job done it's easy you think you could pop a tire with a key (laughs) no (laughs) i don't know why i said a key i meant (laughs) you're gonna say key to the car 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 keys or knife in tire yeah but take the knife out because you don't want to leave fingerprints actually speaking of brody cullenberg Due to the sensitive nature and legal implications of this story, I have advised my clients that they are not to play another second of it on the podcast. Hi, I'm Jessica Campelshire. And I'm her sons. If you've accidentally overshared the details of a secret small-time scandal on a podcast because you're impulsive and love to gossip and now you're worried about a defamation lawsuit, come and see us down at the pod offices of Campelshire and Sons. You may not have any legal ground to stand on, But as I always say, the law is subjective and fluid, and it changes like the tides. So let us be your little red king crabs, and we'll get you out of that tight jam faster than Uncle Jerry running from an alimony payment. And that boy can run. And that's the theme of our show. Let's talk about it. Slashing tires. Let's talk. (laughs) No, let's talk
0: about embarrassment. Let's get back on track. Uh, I don't know how much of that I'm going to cut out. Some of it. We should probably cut, cut out about, you know, giving
1: people advice on crimes.
0: No, I'll probably leave that part in. It was more like the specific stuff towards the end about the slashing of uh, tires. Probably cut that out. But the rest I'll probably leave in. Yeah. I think it's funny that got kicked out of college and I think I'm just going to leave it in and bleep her name. And I think yeah. that's funny. That
1: is and really And she funny. deserves
0: it. And then some.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's. It's really hard to get kicked out of college for bullying. Right so like fraternities
0: how, do it every day get a life like how lame are you oh yeah you could even God. join
1: a sorority
0: and like bully people that way by like being there's a. there's so many other ways to bully
1: people like legally in college
0: <laughs> yeah you could have hazed them you could have like done yeah. well in class and then like rubbed it in someone's right. face uh lots of cool fun ways like that to bully people yeah Cyberbullying yeah I don't, just, I, I don't know maybe it's just the generation we grew up with because so. cyberbullying in our generation was
1: like was like a new literally thing. like aim
0: yeah it's like i i remember a couple of times where someone would make like a fake screen name and like message I me. i was on oblivious
1: it. to all of this <laughs> that I, like, you ab- I was like
0: low-key bullied different times i feel like growing really up. i don't like weird things like that where i would be like i don't even know who's bullying me and what if this is like you're just kind of like half joking, or if you're straight up like really being mean to me.
1: I guess it was my always goal so vague with with cybervol <laughs> Was to be like super non confrontational. Yeah, like Buster Bluth, where you just go down into t- t- yeah. Rock. That's that's my my that's my goal. Yeah, curl up in a ball. Yep. Please don't hurt me. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> All right, so to, uh, I
0: wanted to—I was going to say start this conversation, but this We've conversation started. was started long ago, and you guys are just tuning in into yep. it. Uh, I came upon this TikToker. Uponst, her handle is at DrawInCircles.co. Uh, her Cute. name is Iliana, and she's an embarrassment coach, which, which I, I didn't know was a thing. I didn't either. I'd never heard of that before. I want to be coached. I thought you were going to say, I want to be a coach. I'm like, <laughs> no, you're not qualified. No, I'm definitely, I, no, I need therapy. <laughs> yes, I need this coaching. I need the coaching. Yes, because she said that, I mean, she kind of, it seems like something that she kind of like invented of this embarrassment coach because she said a little while back, she realized that embarrassment was what was holding her back from like going after things, which makes so much sense because, you know, like I, I can't believe we started this podcast because yeah. we do get embarrassed by certain things. And I tend to find myself embarrassing, or I used to find myself more embarrassing. This podcast helps me at least embrace, like, my motto, you can't be embarrassed if you're not
1: embarrassed. Yeah. Please see the episode on ADHD for Smartest Women, where Grace was the guest. Yes. uh, And she said, you can't be embarrassed if you're not embarrassed. Yeah. and That's a great quote. I have it (laughs) written down in my diary. In my heart. In my heart. Yeah. I don't have a diary. It's too much work. Yeah. A lot of upkeep... (laughs) But yeah, so
0: she said that once she realized that she started working on her embarrassment and kind of taking that attitude of like, uh, I just wanted to like summarize what she said real quick about embarrassment because I thought this is a really cool take. And this is kind of like our thing of like embracing your weird and being okay with being weird and different. Yeah. So she says that embarrassment is another way to control you. And to tell you who you should be, what you should like, what you should do. And embarrassment happens when you think that what you just did doesn't meet a societal standard. And in that, you are valuing others' opinions way more than you're valuing your own. Which is like, duh, that's genius. It's like, yeah, you're kind of feeling like you're not behaving in a certain way that others would find acceptable. And like, fuck that noise. That's so lame. To, like, want to do things in a way that people will be like, oh, yes, I approve. It's very, like, like,
1: pro-establishment, like. Yeah. I think being unembarrassed is very, like, sticking it to the man. I don't give a shit. Also, quick Mm. side note. Yes. I am not embarrassed that all our references today are from TikTok accounts. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not embarrassed either. Nope. that's We'll link them below in the show notes. Yes, because they really are incredible. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, going back, yeah, it's very, like, anti-establishment, but Mm. it it should be. Yeah, because it's a way to, like,
0: control how you behave and that if you fall out of line, if you go outside of this norm of how you act in public or what you talk about at fancy parties or whatever the fuck it is, if you don't fit into this little shape of control, then they'll, like, shame you for it. It's like, no. And that I I feel like thinking of embarrassment that way is probably honestly the best way that I'm gonna like get out of being embarrassed by things, you know? Because if I think of it as like I'm sticking it to the man by doing this quote unquote embarrassing thing and not feeling embarrassed, like how freeing is that? It's so freeing. And I feel like I need to think of it that way in order to get out of because I definitely do have a lot of, you know, internalized shame around my social behaviors and so I definitely you're do drinking still have disability that. which I'm just noticing No, I'm that. not embarrassed by Maybe. that. You shouldn't
1: be embarrassed, but you do have a little mirror on your Yeah, shirt. I got a little yeah. dribble. Uh, per at least you consistent. It's <laughs> always
0: there, you know, you can always count on that little dribble being on my shirt in between my boobs. There you go. Uh oh, let me what else did you say? Oh, so she so she teaches women how to embrace your embarrassment and overcome it. And she uses this, I like it principle as like an example of what she teaches people. So if someone says like, that's embarrassing, you Mm -hmm. say, or they say like, that's cringe. You say, I like it, which is so simple. And it's such a good way to like stand up for yourself and be like, I like it, you know. Yeah, I stand and then they should it. be
1: embarrassed by even yes. considering the fact that that's something that to to be considered. And they probably will be embarrassed because yeah. they'll be like, "Am I? Am I wrong? Am you I know? in the wrong?" And yes, you are in the wrong. You are in the wrong. Don't judge people. Yeah, I think I think a lot of like embarrassment, especially in women, all comes down to like, dare I say, the patriarchy of like yes. what's appropriate to wear, what's appropriate, how sh- you should look, how you should dress, how you should act. Like women should be, you know what roles they should play in a household. Like, you know, the man is the breadwinner, the woman does this, and you should look a certain way and dress a certain way and act a certain way, which is very like... What is the word? White supremacy? Uh, yeah, well, white supremacy, but uh, um, y- you should act very, like, quiet and unassuming, Demure. I guess. Demure, yes. Well, yeah, we're easier and, to and control, though. That yeah, it, 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 thank you very much, because that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, so it was, we're easier to control, and that's what the patriarchy, the white supremacists, the capitalists, that's what they want. They want to control you. So I think especially with women, embarrassment is almost this tool Mm. by the patriarchy to control you. That's a good way to put it. You know, there's all these rules like, you know, wear makeup, but not too much. You know? Don't look like a whore. Don't look like a whore. And be be sexy for us. Yeah, but not too sexy. And you're always supposed to be nice and kind. And don't forget to smile. Whereas men are just like these... Fucking slobs just looking ridiculous running around here. <laughs> I agree. Going to uh, going out to a night on the town in
0: sweatpants and then getting in a fight with your girlfriend when you aren't let into a club. Yeah, because you look like a Because slob. you're wearing sweatpants. Right. All right. Back on track, Kristen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's both of us. Yeah. So anyways, I just, to wrap up her whole thing, Ileana's, she just works on teaching women especially, that you're allowed to be who you want to be. And yeah. that letting go of that embarrassment can be very freeing because, yeah, it's a way to like step outside the the rules, you know, yeah. the control. Same with, you know, letting go of like dieting and fitting that societal standard of like thinness uh, and therefore whiteness, which once again, based in white supremacy. Anyways, it's very liberating when you can kind of let go of those old, Mindsets about how you should look and how you should think about exercise, how you should think about Mm. food and restriction, and blah, blah, blah. It's very freeing to be like, that's a form of control. And look at me, I've stepped outside of that. There you go. And I feel like embarrassment is the same way. And I like thinking about it that way. I'm going to work on that. Yeah. Being even less embarrassed to be myself than I am already. I'm
1: very proud of you. I will also work on that. I think I have a lot to work on, but that's all
0: added to the list. Yep. Put on the list. Um, I think a part of that also, just like with most things is that to work on not only your own embarrassment, but also working on you thinking that other things are embarrassing because it's, you know, on the reverse side, right. The more you think that people's social behavior is embarrassing, the more you're showing that those are things that you feel like you also can't do and therefore they're things that you're gonna get embarrassed about. Right. So the more you can work on looking at people's behaviors from an external source and not judging it as embarrassing, you'll feel more, you know, comfortable trying it yourself. Yeah. And maybe people won't think it's embarrassing,
1: you know? And if you wanna go to a place where you see all sorts of behaviors and everything's just like taken with a grain of salt. You should join the world of healthcare where mm. everybody acts like there's there's all sorts of people there people who are like nice and kind and people who will yell and spit in your face and everything's acceptable because you can't fight back and that's fine. Anyway,
0: anyway, <laughs> yep. Oh, and then the other TikTok I wanted to mention before we kind of talk about our own experiences with embarrassment is this other TikToker at House Purity, P-U-R-I-T-T-Y. This will all be in the show notes, by the way. But her name is Dr. Chandler Purity, Purity, Purity. I don't know how to say that. I'm sorry. But she is an intersectional climate scientist slash mystic. Why? And she has this amazing TikTok. She sounds super cool. She is very cool. You should all go follow her and check her out. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy her content. And this one especially like really grabbed me. I thought it was so cool. She made this TikTok about how being weird is adding to the societal biodiversity uh, oh, because she talks about how the healthiest ecosystems have the highest levels of biodiversity. Sure. Through, like different species of plant. And so then if you think about it in terms of like our human ecosystems, we weirdos are the biodiversity, like the people who fall kind of outside that strict structure of how you should behave and what you right. should be like. Right. And so she says that like. We are the societal biodiversity by being weirdos, and we are an endangered species that need to be protected because we play a unique role in our society. And I thought thought that was so touching and so accurate and such a cool way to think about it. And I love this idea that, like, me and you, Kristen, we are adding you know, to the societal biodiversity by not just being weird ourselves, but creating this group of people who also are feeling more Our and more comfortable. Of community. Yeah. Oh. Being their weird selves. And so I love that. We're like little farmers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My God, it's Stardew Valley in real life oh. with
0: personalities. Oh. What characters are we? Maybe someone could draw us as little Stardew Valley characters.
1: Ooh.
0: I want to wear overalls. Ah. I would also like to wear overalls. We can what? have matching overalls. Okay. Put us some matching overalls, please. And straw
1: hats, please. Yeah, I'll take a straw hat. Yep. I don't really
0: know We're what gonna options We're going to look like are. the same character, but that's okay. okay. Uh, Put me in a different hat. And different colored overalls, maybe. Fedora. No. Different hat than uh, that. A top hat.
1: Maybe. Uh... A fun
0: hat. Yeah, put me in a really fun hat or maybe a stack stack of caps like that book Oh, or the man who sells the caps book. What is that? Caps for sale. Caps for sale. I love that book.
1: Oh, yeah. Put me in a stack of caps. It's a stressful book. He lost all his caps. Yeah. So the monkeys, right? Oh, yeah, they all take his caps. Oh, man, I was. I remember the first time <laughs> someone read that book to me, and I was like, oh, Man, this guy is in a financial predicament.
0: <laughs> See, I love that book. It's, I, I, I no, it was whimsical.
1: I, I thought it was a great book. I was just, I was stressed for him, <laughs> you know? That's is it's like a whole day's, you know, he's gonna feed a family, right? Yeah, he's definitely got to Those a monkeys, family. those bitches, got to get food went on the table. Bullied him and stole his hats, you and know? His he's children the, will go hungry, right? Yeah, they didn't even think about that the repercussions of their actions and meanwhile what are you gonna do with those hats huh yeah it's way too many hats for a monkey you don't need that many caps one cap is enough one cap is enough all right uh yeah <laughs> we're gonna to take wrap a poll up. how stressed were you when you were reading caps for sale on a scale of one to ten yep ten being as stressed as you as you've ever been and one is like oh this is silly this man is, help figure is it fun, out yeah
0: i'm having fun I'm not thinking about real life repercussions. I was like a six.
1: I was probably a two.
0: Yeah, I'm sure I was a little flustered. That is why we're different. Well, you gotta
1: have a you gotta have a strife in a book. You know? Yeah, you need a little conflict. Yes, conflict. That's what strife is a good word. I have words.
0: You do have words? I, <laughs> you got words in there.
1: <laughs> They're just a little jumbled, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Check out those two TikToks. They'll yep. be in our show notes. In the show notes. And you might be wondering, like, how does this relate to ADHD? Well, it does because, you know. We're embarrassing. Um, <laughs> we're embarrassing. As in Apparently. our behavior is a little bit different from a neurotypicals. You know, we do many things that may be different from the quote unquote norm just a little quirky, quirky a little well and that's like why we made the whole podcast like i'm so quirky that's like a whole segment based on this right and, and so things that we might do would be like different speech patterns, like Grace and I are always interrupting each other. And some people may find that rude, but that's just how we speak. We might change like the volume of our voice. Yep. The whole recreational arguing yep. is actually something that continues to get us in trouble. Oh, Chris and I bull- bully men in bars all the time. Yeah, that's actually like real arguing, though. Oh, and one time a woman. a pregnant woman that she was being a bitch though i don't care how pregnant you are you don't need to be a bitch yeah she like interjected herself in the conversation and was really rude yeah and then all of her little guy friends were really rude and they tried to like grab us to dance with us and they tried to drink your drink and then they got kicked out of the bar for using someone else's tab so i don't feel bad for yelling at a pregnant lady oh i don't either I'm not embarrassed we'll, or ashamed. We'll tell that story. We'll, we'll tell another, the whole that's story. That's a Patreon time. story yes, for a different yes. day. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So yeah, maybe our speech patterns are a little bit different. Maybe we interrupt. Maybe we communicate. Uh, one thing I see a lot on TikTok is people talking about who are neurodivergent, talking about how to convey emotion or empathy or like this kind of like brothership. I guess to like kind of convey feels back to them. Mm. They'll tell a relatable story about themselves saying it as a way to say, like, I see how you feel. Here's a story that relates to that. Mm. And and in the neurotypical world, that is not, that is seen as being like conceited. Yeah. Like Um, you're making it all about all about you. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's, our speech patterns are different. We are, our interests can be, different or the way we go about our interests Mm. like some people have hobbies and then you have people with ADHD (laughs) who have fucking hobbies Hobbies. and then they info dump and then next week they're on to the next thing it's it's different and info dumping is another whole thing Mm. like not everybody wants to hear about this one thing that you have to share but they're gonna (laughs) 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 so yeah so for all of these reasons this may cause like some bullying or some social pressure and embarrassment, you know, towards people with neurodivergencies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We just, yeah, I don't like the, I don't like thinking of it like we have like poor social skills. Because They're just of, different social skills. Yes. Because there are a lot of things that I think are good social skills and I don't like when someone doesn't do it in a conversation that like, that most people would consider my style like rude or right. whatever, but... Yeah, so it's just like it's just a difference of opinion. And so I don't like acting like anything outside
1: of neurotypical communication is like wrong or right, you know, right. Reduced. It's just it's just a different communication and that's fine. And I just think just as you know, we strive to understand the neurotypical, the neurotypical can strive to understand us. I agree. Oh, and another thing that I think adds to us getting
0: bullied more, and this is a like studied thing that, you know, neurodivergent kids do get bullied more about being more like I put like quote unquote immature than our than our neurotypical peers like on, you know, as a whole neurodivergent kids do look more like I don't even want to say immature or delayed because it's not that. I think what is happening is we keep the joy of childhood and like play and like creativity alive because well, we're always seeking dopamine yes. you know we're always Well it's s- not just that I think we're just I think we just like I I think as a whole we like play more like mm-hmm. I think we cuz it's super fun Yeah I think we keep hold on to the value of play longer whereas neurotypical kids feel like It's time, you know, there's a certain time where you have to fall into, fall in line, really, of this is how you behave. Like, I remember specifically getting to sixth grade because you go to a different school here. Mm So we got to middle school, and then it was like unacceptable to play at recess. Kids did all of a sudden. You go right. from fifth grade to sixth grade. Kids don't play at recess. You stand, especially if you're a girl. You stand around in a fucking circle. Oh yeah, circle because the guys and played. everyone talks. Yeah, because then the boys can play sports. And even though I'm I played sports we, with them, that's I played sports growing up. But the girls didn't play sports at recess. No, they we chatted all chatted about each stood other around in, a circle. in circles, and like. I wanted to play, you know, I still in fifth grade was bringing my snow pants to recess and playing on the lower <laughs> playground. Right. And I love to play and play is so valuable for us as humans, you know, through adulthood. And so I think it's not us like that are more immature than our peers. I think it's that we don't fall in line of what's societally expected, you right. know, until we're like kind of bullied into it as we grow up. But I remember being, like, so upset and embarrassed that I wanted to play in the snow at recess. Yeah. And that's like, nope, you don't do that. Makes me sad. So sad. sad. Yeah. So sad. But yeah, I think that's, you know, another reason why neurodivergent kids are uh, bullied and picked on. Yeah. Were you ever bullied? I was. I was low-key bullied, like, looking back quite a few times. Yeah. There was Desiree in sixth grade. She made fun of me for licking my lips a lot, which I guess I would do as, like, a stim. (laughs) I would like lick my lips sometimes And I didn't even notice I was doing it Until she started making fun of me for it yeah. And that is when my Burt's Bees chapstick addiction started Oh, because starting I a replaced, young age We talked about this Being embarrassed and shamed about a stim that you have Sure And so replacing it with a more socially acceptable stim Which is putting chapstick on Bitch, it's that bitch It's all
1: coming back Yeah. Yep, and
0: then there was uh, You've opened me right up You've opened right. me up <laughs> Oh, you've opened me up <laughs> And then what? there was Jess. I don't remember specifically. But oh, she Jess. did.
1: Yeah. She was mean. She was
0: really mean. And I remember there was a rumor in seventh grade that she was going to move. And I was so fucking happy. I was like over the yeah. moon. And then like a week later, I was like, uh, it's not going to happen. Jess isn't moving. And I cried. I cried yeah. that night. I was so upset. She was uh... just like such a bitch. I think that's I think I was not I didn't have like no, I guess I was kind of targeted. I was targeted. You were targeted. You were quite a few different groups. You growing had a up. lot
1: of friends, but you were
0: also, I think, you had a lot of enemies. Yes, and that's why I f- I don't necessarily think of myself as like being super bullied growing up because I always had friends. Yeah, I always had you know us our big group of friends. Yeah, and so I was never like isolated, but I was bullied like a decent amount, and I always forget that. Yeah, and isn't that it fun to remember? And really- my mom. Sorry, I, I oh. do want to hear about your you're bullying but real quick my mom went to the social uh the social worker what is it the uh guidance the guidance counselor. counselor and said like grace is being bullied by this group of girls and the guidance counselor told her well she just needs to get a stronger upper lip a stiff upper lip what the like, fuck what the fuck you're a guidance counselor for middle schoolers and your advice for bullying is like get a stiff upper lip like just swallow it. it down yeah
1: swallow what it the down fuck
0: what? But that's when I think I started becoming a little mean back because it was like, okay, well, if the guy, yeah, if no like, one's going to stop in this, the
1: mode. I guess
0: I'm going to bully Desiree back for having s- squirrel cheeks, chipmunk cheeks.
1: And I did. I remember you used to tell her that all the time. Yeah. And you used to s- puff your my cheeks, cheeks out. out. Yeah. Yep.
0: And that's when I became a little bit of a bully back because I had to to survive. Right. So thanks for that advice, guidance counselor. You really guided me yeah. into <laughs> what I've become today, which is slamming girls on my soccer team and defenses thinking we're joking. Anyways, Kristen, tell me about how um, you were bullied or not bullied.
1: Shoot. I just want to say, I think... You had a lot more friends and a lot more enemies and I yes. had less friends and less enemies. I don't think yeah. I really had like a sworn enemy.
0: Yeah, I can't I mean I can't imagine anyone like well, having a reason to hate you. Super
1: protective of me, but I'm sure. Yes. Kill him. But I like- think someone tried to make fun of me once and I just go, "What?" <laughs> and they tried to repeat the joke and I I like honestly couldn't hear them. <laughs> and I was just like, "What?" What? Your auditory processor auditor you, prevented you from being bullied. For the win! <laughs> and she's like uh, just like never mind and i was like all right and, <laughs> all right, and then someone later. explained it to me later and i was like oh, that's really mean <laughs> you were living
0: can't be embarrassed if you're not embarrassed before all of us you know? <laughs> I guess so. if you're oblivious yeah. to being
1: embarrassed you can't be right um i i don't know if this is bullying i think kim you're, are you blanking out all these names that yeah, we're shouting don't okay. make it too difficult for me i think kim and I had it – it wasn't even bullying because I actually really like her. Maybe it's Stockholm Syndrome. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was, like, kind to you as she She's was like bullying you, right? She was, super kind to me. But she, we had an unwritten, unspoken agreement that whatever chemistry – because this was, like, in eighth grade and we had homeroom together and any math or chemistry homework – I just I she could copy off and she was and she was nice enough to like change it just enough so it wouldn't look like a copy and she'd be secretive about it. That was so nice was, of her. Thoughtful. Yeah, so so we wouldn't get, I wouldn't get in trouble and I'm like, "Shoot." And and I would just say Kim would for sure go up to bat for me if someone cuz she didn't want to like she wanted to pass. Don't right? want to lose her nerve. Yeah. She to, <laughs> she she's gotta keep me in a good supply, you know? Yeah. Keep, I you happy keep and- my hands uncrushed so I can do my homework, you know. <laughs> so she can help copy. Right, yeah. exactly. So I think that was like our it was like a, a tit for tat almost, except I was just I don't think anybody was like looking to beat me up.
0: Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. you had your little protection. Yeah, I'm
1: trying to think of uh No one an would, analogy. No one would what that go up against is. Kim.
0: No, no, no. She was scary. She was
1: she was scary, but she was super nice to me. Yeah, I think that's all the all the like bullies were like. Well, they were really nice to me. (laughs) Yeah, because probably you were too oblivious to be bullied, and
0: also like really, I guess oblivious is a good
1: word because I was very oblivious throughout middle school and yeah, yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. I mean, yeah, but I don't remember you. I don't think we were ever in the same house together in middle school. But I don't remember you. Maybe Haley being bullied.
1: I don't think I'm really bullied. I probably was. I just like <laughs> either blocked it out of my mind or just like not embarrassed by it. Yeah. Well, I mean, good for you. Good cool. for you. Because that's- I mean, I wasn't popular. Well, that's cool, cool. different. Popular. What is popular? Very true. Popular? I was not a cool kid. I think,
0: yeah. I don't think I w- wanted to be like popular so much as I wanted to like not be bullied.
1: <laughs> that's fair.
0: You know? That's fair. And then I do think as high school hit, I do think I was masking more and more to try and kind of, I was, I feel like I was always kind of like your socially acceptable version of like weird, but more like, oh, she's like quirk, like quirky and kind of cute, you know? But it wasn't like now. I feel like I'm like fucking bizarre. Like I have dead animals in buckets oh, in my yard. Oh, for sure, for yard, sure, sure. In my parents' yeah, yard. Yeah, we've both gone downhill quite a bit. I don't think it's downhill. I think, I think it's, it's uphill. It's, I, I mean, I'm glad I'm not trying to fit into this. Like I, I I'm guess, a cute soccer girl, and look at me. Ah, yeah, I'm a radiate. I'm
1: a little crude. My humor's a little crude, but I'm a girl. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am also glad that for a very long time I tried to fit into like the neurotypical world of you know everything is gonna be just so and all your furniture even like even in like college even mm. when up until like probably covid i think covid really broke some, i think i was like always a little odd <laughs> yes um and then and but then, you hit it well hit it well and then covid hit and i was like fuck
0: yes oh yeah i've turned into a gremlin just like since a monster covid now. and i love it yeah
1: it's great I just, creature of the night right but I think Christopher's helped with that because boy oh boy is he uh a creature of the night. Yeah, he's an indoor creature of the night. Yes <laughs> he is. Yeah. yeah. That is helpful. He yeah. really
0: does embrace his weirdness.
1: He embraces his weirdness and supports my weirdness. And yeah. that's that's all I'm looking for. And that's all I've ever wanted right? for you in a partner is yeah.
0: someone that will appreciate your
1: weirdness. Yeah, that's all I needed. And here he is. Here he is in the flesh
0: so much flesh
1: <laughs> not right. that much flesh just a little bit a little bit of flesh yeah not as much
0: flesh as you with all your skin all your excess skin. i do have a lot of excess skin you got a lot of skin hypermobility that should be another adhd topic yeah that we are adhd adjacent topic it that we cover at some point too. i would love to cover it at some point yeah all
1: right all i right. think that uh i think that's good i think mm-hmm. that's our bagel bite that's a solid bagel bite yeah. yeah We don't really have any advice for you Yeah I hope I, I, didn't, I hope I, you're not embarrassed we, we, And I hope you're not bullied But yeah. if you are Let us know at Weirds at gmail.com <laughs> Tell us about your childhood bullies Or were you a bully? Oh my god If you were yeah. a bully I want to know about this And it was a Was it a me
0: situation Where it's like you were bullied And told Well essentially get a stiff upper lip, And then you fucking did And then you became a little bit of a bully yeah. But a justified bully I feel like I was a justified bully Or do I, you
1: have any like Juicy middle school trauma Because I would love ooh, to hear yeah. about that Fun trauma Remember, keep it light. Keep Keep it light. light. Yeah, not too deep. Okay. Keep it light. Keep it tight. Yeah. Or Um, it's like, yeah,
0: middle middle school scandals. I feel like is another good one. Like, remember Lacey? Oh, yeah. And how she was like
1: pregnant, quote unquote. Quote pregnant, but she really wasn't. Yes.
0: Ooh, yeah. So like middle fun middle school trauma and fun middle school scandals is what we want from you. Yep. Because that's fun. Of like this was the biggest deal in middle school, you know? I think
1: those are funny. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we'll share them back. Maybe we won't. Maybe. Um, Love to hear about that. If you have enjoyed today's episode, please reach out to us at weirsthefeather at gmail.com. Tell us all about yourself and your trauma and your bullies. Yep. Uh, You can also, if you would like, give us a five-star rating on all of the places where you get your podcasts. We would love a review. We do take other star ratings. We either take five stars or one stars. But if you have a one star review for us, you must leave a review. That is the rule. I didn't make it up. It's just the rule. So you just have to abide by the rules. It's just the rule. Tell us what just, you hate yeah, about us. Yeah. Yeah. Get a nut up to that one. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You can find us on Instagram, kind of on TikTok. Most importantly, you can find us on our Facebook group where there's lots of discussions. And I'm sure there'll be some about childhood abilities. And that will be great. Yeah. We'll all enjoy your bully stories. Yep. And I think that's it. Also, oh, I also just had a, a real strong
0: memory of the first time I was for real bullied in fifth grade where Mary-Kate had a sleepover party oh, and she invited every single girl yeah, in the yeah. class
1: except me. That is real girl.
0: That's that's oh, that's traumatizing. I don't know why I didn't think of that as my very first one because that one truly lives that in is, my brain as the first time I was like truly bullied. Mary-Kate how yeah. could you but then everyone had a terrible time at her sleepover and they ended up crying in the bathroom like I think Bianca like locked herself crying in the bathroom and all the girls I think all fought or something happened and they all ended up crying and oh. some had to be picked up by their parents so like fuck you Mary Kate I'm glad your birthday party that's was ruined that's really sad anyways just had to sneak that little last bit in there gotta sneak them oh, oh, in gotta sneak it in and now we're ending the
1: show and now the bagel bite is done yeah we're done alright like subscribe Yeah. All right. emails call- all the socials yes, You Goodbye. said that. Yeah. let's said it spark it out <laughs>
0: Oh, wo,